Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Many of us have heard the phrase giving our power away before, but I found that there's often some confusion about what this really means and how it might apply to us individually. It's something that's super common in the human experience because most of us are conditioned to give our power away routinely. It's critical that we know how to recognize this pattern and even more so to remove the distortion patterns that make it so normal for this to happen. Today, we're discussing what giving your power away means, what it can look like, the consequences of doing it at different levels of frequency resonance, and what to look out for so we're not doing it blindly. And after the discussion, we get into the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's get started. So Karen, um, I feel like this is a topic that we've all heard, you know, for a while, mm -hmm. giving your power away, but do we really know what it means and the nuances of it? Yeah. So can you start with defining what giving your power away is yeah. for you? Yeah, so for me, um, this is something that many people do habitually. We're very conditioned towards giving our power away um, because it allows people to exercise control over us. And so to me, giving your power away means that you elevate someone else above you in terms of authority. Okay, so it means that you think because they are smarter, more knowledgeable, have more authority, are better than you in some way, that what they say or what they suggest or how they behave is somehow better than you and it overrides your own sense of knowingness of what is true for you. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. And it means also that you hand over your authority to them. Okay? So they have an element of control over you. There's the control piece. There's a control piece. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean um, by giving your power away. We do it all the time. Consciously, unconsciously? Totally, yeah. Okay. And we've been conditioned to this ever since we were small. So we're very habituated to it. From the standpoint of giving your power away, it happens, like, you, like I said, all the time. It happens on the large scale, like systemically, and it happens on the small scale interpersonally. And right now we're seeing it systemically a lot because um, the vaccines are being pushed through very heavily. This is not a political statement. I'm not telling you whether you should vaccinate or not vaccinate, but there is a tremendous amount of pressure right now to vaccinate. Mm. In the media, there's a lot of fear being um, pushed through, a lot of um, like shaming or like telling people that if they don't, they're not being a good citizen or a good member of their community or whatever that type of thing to manipulate people mm -hmm. into doing something that they may or may not do ordinarily mm -hmm. or likely wouldn't do ordinarily is mm -hmm. what I'd say. And so people will give their power away to these authorities, even if intuitively they don't, they don't feel quite right with it because they feel like they should. Wow, that's huge. So. Even if somebody listening is on the fence about it or mm -hmm. whatnot, you would say pause and try and tap into 
yeah. your own voice versus exactly. the voices around you. Yeah. Whatever that, maybe your own voice says, get it. Yeah. That's fine. That's it's but right. But listen to you and act from your space, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And notice mm -hmm. that it's interesting because when manipulation happens, okay, on a, like a, from whether it's on a big scale or on a small scale, it usually happens through the lower vibrating order. Okay, so meaning the physical, um, the emotional, and the mental. Okay, so that's how control can be exerted or manipulated over okay. other. Mm -hmm. That makes sense to get you to give me your power. Yep. Right. So the physical usually would be something like um, that would be more inter. Well, it would be more like interpersonal. Like imagine if like between you and a partner, for example. All right. So a lot of times, sex is used mm -hmm. as a way to manipulate or. You know what I mean? Oh, to sure. get somebody to do something, oh, sure. right? All like people time. all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Either it's withheld or given. Mm -hmm. um, it can be emotionally that they try to manipulate to get you to give. Hence the fear. Or yeah, the, the fear, the worry, the anxiety, yeah. guilt, shame. shame. Yeah. All these kind of emotions that aren't good to us. Confusion even. Confusion. Yeah, where they just make you like, I'm not sure what's true. I can't tell what's right for me. There's so much different stuff. That kind of confusion and when there's, especially when there's like a directed outcome, like, oh, this is the resolution that would make you feel less confused, yes. is something that is used a lot. Yeah. And of course, the mental, which would be like, you should do this, because it's like a more of a mental facts, construct. Facts. Yeah, facts. Um, or like, if you're a good mother, a good member of the community, a good person, a good, you know what I mean? It's like all about shoulds, like you should do something. That's yep. sort of like a mental thing. Yep. And like rule sets of like, what, is appropriate and good okay. and that type of thing, yep. right? That's a mental construct, mm -hmm. right? So that is when manipulation can happen. And so if you're aware that manipulation can happen through these different levels, you're more aware when someone's trying to control you and more aware of whether or not you really want to give that authority or power or if you want to actually first discern, as you say, does this feel good to me? Right. Like, in my knowingness, is this good? Because it's not like a mental thought even. It's just this feeling, like, this doesn't feel right to me. Right. That's enough. It doesn't feel right to me. Do you have to justify it? It just doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. Right? Or, um, you know, um, for example, there can be so much confusion created um, that if uh, I've heard stories of people who have gone to go get the vaccine in this particular case, they didn't really want it. They were conflicted about it, intuitively felt like it wasn't quite right. But they had such that level of anxiety and so much confusion pressure. and pressure, mm -hmm. right? From you know, not only family, but the media or whatever. They even ask for a sign, like, should I do this thing or not? They receive the sign to not do it, and they do it anyway, right? So that is really giving oh, your power away because yeah. you're not honoring yourself, right? Intuitively, right. you know, like, this isn't right for me. I might, and again, the vaccines are just an example, right? Yeah, now, that's just what's, what's up happening right now. Right now. Yeah. But it could be anything. I mean, yeah. it could be, I don't know, uh, someone who you think is smarter than you telling you that you should do this. And mm -hmm. you think to yourself, well, I don't know, that doesn't seem quite right to me. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe pause, maybe mm -hmm. that's appropriate for them, but not for you. Mm -hmm. You know, this happens a lot, um, you know, when people are, um, you know, in sound, uh, like in, excuse me, in like healing situations, mm -hmm. right? Or ceremonies or teaching situations or with doctors where people are suggesting things. And we're very open and we follow because we don't really question their authority. We just think, oh, well, they've said it. They're in a position of authority. We're going to follow. And so just an example of that is um, something you and I experienced together. So um, Tia and I happened to be at um, a, a sound healing. Mm -hmm. And um, 
it was interesting because the person who first led it had a lot of authority in her beingness. She's very confident. Mm -hmm. And so immediately, okay, and I'm not saying whether she was right or wrong, it was just in her beingness, mm -hmm. she has a lot of authority and she was leading a ceremony. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as she did that, everyone in the group just gave her their power, meaning they stopped questioning whether what she was suggesting was true for them. Yes. They just mm -hmm. took it as true. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Everyone just did that without checking, like to see. Like she's declared that this is so mm -hmm. and this is true, mm -hmm. etc. Yep. And everyone just took it in as true for them. And I'm mm -hmm. like, they didn't even notice that they just did that. Mm -hmm. Right? That's how fast it is. It didn't take her that long. It took her like a few seconds. I'm not saying she did something to anyone. Right. No, no. Right? It's, it all comes back to what you're saying is, is checking in with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's the point. Because if we give our power away in the ways you're speaking of, mm -hmm. you just completely bypassed your own brilliance. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the core of this, yeah? Mm -hmm. yeah? Yeah, and you don't honor that brilliance. Because, right. you know, it's funny. A lot of what we talk about, there's, you know, there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot to talk about, but really it's kind of simple, right? It's about like how high is your frequency resonance yeah. and why you care about that is because the higher your frequency resonance, the more you get to experience your big ass self, your brilliance you as infinite indestructible consciousness, what you truly are. Like this humanness is awesome, but this is just a physical aspect that's temporary, mm -hmm. right? What you truly are is so much more magnificent and so much bigger. And so by, as you say, not honoring our intuition of what is true for us, we dishonor our brilliance, mm -hmm. our sovereignty, our magnificence. Mm -hmm. Because what we're saying is something or someone else is more elevated than the glory that is me. Now, and I'm not suggesting that you impose it on anyone else, because it's not mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. It's just like the honoring of who you are in that fullness of that magnificence. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just going to share this um, meditation in case it's, it's helpful for people. Mm -hmm. It's um, very personal. And um, so uh, I was deep in meditation um, a, a couple of years ago. And I can't remember why I was doing this, but um, the exercise, I think, was to... Um, like uh, amplify one's own brilliance or something like that. So I was doing that in my meditation. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, what does that feel like? Can mm -hmm. I do it? You know, I'm playing. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't know why I did this, I had this feeling of like, what does it look like from not inside me? You know, like we all, when we imagine our brilliance, at least for me, I would imagine it from within me, right? So I would imagine it, it would come out for me, and then I would just be inside the middle of it, yes, right? Yes, yes. But for some reason, I chose to like zoom away from myself and look back. Got it. At me. At you. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, it was a very profound moment. And it, it may not sound like a big deal, but for me, the feeling of it was really profound. Because when I looked back at myself, I saw my brilliance. Like, I felt it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa. And I wasn't really thinking, right? I wasn't like, gee, I should do this and that. And I, I just witnessed it. Mm -hmm. And it was so huge and so bright, I was, I had this other real, it wasn't a thinking, it was a no, I was like, oh my God, like that's me. And then I cried. Yeah. And because there's something about us as humans, you know, it's hard for us sometimes to accept the magnificence that we are. Yeah. It's really tough. Yeah. And so it was very, um, I cried. And then I had the second realization was, um, 
when I dishonor myself or play small or soften myself, I'm dishonoring that, that magnificence. Like, how dare I, really? You know, it's like so spectacular. And I'm going to dishonor that? Like, am I crazy? What are you you doing? But it wasn't a judgment. It was just like like this profound realization of like, holy crap, that's what happens when I dishonor myself. Mm. I dishonor that. Mm. So as you say, by not honoring our own intuition and elevating someone else over our own knowingness, because we should or because they're an authority or whatever, we're really fundamentally dishonoring this really incredible thing that is us. Mm. And it's really sad in a way because you're just like, I mean, it just, it's, what it is is like um, showing that um, we don't feel worthy of our, our own brilliance, yeah? And then once you start releasing that distortion pattern more and more, and you start to realize your own brilliance, you start to almost like, for me, it was a period where I was almost ferocious about it, you know, this fierceness of like, this is me, damn it. Yeah. You know, like this, yes. this is who I am. And protecting that. Yeah, it's just sense, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's to keep and honoring, honoring, that, honoring is it. the word, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's wow. uh, really important for people to understand that yeah. when you uh, give your power away, that's what you're doing, dishonoring. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it diminishes that um, aspect in a way, you know? Yeah, so. thank you for sharing. That is a very, I could palpably feel that moment. Yeah. I'm, I'm sensing people listening, um, asking the question, well, I've never felt my brilliance. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what that's like. like so, yeah. I, yeah, it's like they're so conditioned to giving the power away and not yeah. recognizing they're stuck now. What, yeah. They're hearing you in their mind, and yeah. what, do do about, what do we do about that? What do we do about that? Yeah. So what I would say is, um, for me... It's not like I instant on into my brilliance, right? It's not like all of a sudden I was like, oh, here's my brilliance, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to do frequency work for a while to mm-hmm. clarify so that I could start to perceive it. Yeah. And that's what I call the big-ass self, right? Yeah. When you start to identify from spirit. I would have moments of it and these moments of expansion, right? Or real clarity or like this feeling of this like um, incredible, like almost beauty, like coming from within, you know, this mm-hmm. exquisiteness or mm-hmm. this connection with the all that is and this like um, awe, right? All those mm-hmm. things are aspects of feeling your brilliance. Yeah. Okay. Which is different than I'm fucking awesome. Like yeah. almost like, well, there's nothing wrong with saying that, that, but that's coming from, from a, the mind, from an ego mind space yeah. versus like uh, yeah, oh, feelings, a feeling feelings deeper. It's kind of yeah. hard to describe in mm-hmm. words, but yeah. Yeah. Like a higher resonating space, yes. which is because it's not a comparison to anyone. Right. Right? You're not trying to justify it to anyone. There's You're no I'm better than, than you, you or that. No. Yeah, and there's nothing to prove. Yeah. You just feel this clarity and this like expansion of this magnificence that is you. And like I said at the beginning, it might be like of life, for example, and you are part of life. There you go. Let's right? talk about that for a minute. Sure. So maybe someone's like hasn't quite felt their brilliance yet. Sure. They're doing some frequency work. They're like peeling the layers back, seeing yeah. their their junk, you know, yeah. and maybe still haven't quite felt it yet, but there's a moment where they're like looking up at the stars. Yes. Or like looking out on the ocean and they're just like, wow, I feel so grateful. Like, wow, this yes. is so beautiful. Full. Exactly. And boom, there it is, yes. right? Like, I am that. Exactly. So, can you expand a little more? Yeah. yeah. So, when you start to feel that, and you start to feel like grateful for life yeah. because you are part of life. 
that's you feeling your brilliance. Okay. Or like the wonder mm -hmm. of like the stars. And you're part of, like, you know, you're part of that expansiveness, mm -hmm. right? It's not like you're less than it. You're just part of that. And that wonder of, um, it's usually when we feel awe, actually. Yes. That's when we feel that expansion. Yeah. And then when we start to realize that we're part of that magnificence, right? Or when you have that realization, for example, when you're like, uh, I am valuable. Yeah, it hit me over the head like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Yeah, it could happen like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, whoa. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happened to me in that meditation. Like, yeah. that is me. Yeah. Right? I mean, it doesn't sound, like, to feel it is different than to say it, like, right. intellectually, right? That's but, the whole embodying yeah. versus logically thinking. getting it. Yeah, yeah. because it's more yeah. than a thinking, it's a feeling, mm -hmm. right, which is a, um, of a higher order, right? Mm -hmm. You're feeling the resonance of all that coming through you. Mm -hmm. So, um, when you, so feeling your brilliance can mean different things to different people. Like some people just feel this heart expansion. For Chris, like um, <laughs> he had this knowing, he just like, um, he feels, he's like, I'm, am he's like, I'm amazing. But it wasn't better than someone else. Yeah. He just like, wow, like yeah. I, just like you felt, mm -hmm. I am valuable for him as I am amazing. Mm -hmm. Because he is, and he's not, and it's not like, He's saying, I don't have flaws, I'm not human, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like in all of that yes. is amazing. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so when we give our power away, we diminish that. Yeah. So it's important to not do that, um, to be aware of when you give your authority to someone else because you're not scanning it against what's true for you. So it's always really important when someone says something, it's their perception. I don't care who the hell's talking. It's true for them in the moment. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's not, but like, you know what I mean? Like they're pushing it, they're portraying it as true. Let's and just, maybe you do agree. Yeah, exactly. You check in with yourself. Self and see. Your higher self, right, yeah. which is within. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about people who are like, you know, the law and cops. Yeah. And I know certain people who in the past, like, just because the law said no skateboarding. They're like, no, I'm gonna skateboard, skateboard. right across. <laughs> Maybe not quite like that. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Yeah. Right? yeah, but it's, yeah, you're right. It's not just rebellion just to defy. Right. Okay, it is more like, well, do I want to skateboard here right, right now? Is it really necessary for me to, mm -hmm. right? And there are times where you're like, okay, it's actually, um, I don't agree with this, but it's going to be a better outcome if I come, like, you know, if I go yeah. along with this at this moment. And that's checking in. That's you can checking still in. go, actually, I think that's rid ridiculously retarded. Yeah. But knowing the consequences. consequences I'm going to choose to do yeah, it. Yeah, I choose. Yeah, exactly. To because yeah. then, yeah, because then you're still honoring yourself. Yes. Because right? you're making a conscious choice and checking yeah. with yourself. Yes. So it's really not about the action or the decision. Mm -hmm. It's more about the checking in with yourself to see how congruent you yeah. are with it. And, this, and making a choice around it. Yes. And to do that, you have to slow down. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. It's like, you know, we stop and smell the roses. Yeah. That's a real thing. Like, pause for a moment yes. and check in with yourself. Totally. You know, uh, especially me, I tend to feel like I'm ahead of time. I'm yeah. like, there's never enough time. I'm rushing through the day. This takes two seconds. Oh, totally. What's two seconds? One, yeah. two, there. Yeah. yeah. It was done. <laughs> you know, so for those people that are like me listening, um, yeah, slowing down is important. Yes. And I was also going to say, you know, we were talking about looking at the stars or the ocean or something. Mm -hmm. If you're not quite there yet of feeling your brilliance, brilliance in the yeah. way we talked about, um, maybe go into nature more. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of people that are in their office. 
yeah. in their car, yeah. around concrete all the time, or stores, or fluorescent lights, and they're never actually like yeah, in, in the in the nature, yeah, or the on nature. the devices yeah. all the time. <laughs> right, right, yeah, devices. On devices. Yeah. yeah, and I would also say, so it's interesting. I've noticed that sometimes <clears throat> when um, manipulation happens, right, where people are trying to get you to give them their, your power, right, because they need you to do it in order to exert control over you, yeah. right, because if not, then you're in resistance to them and it's harder to control you, right? If you're resisting, it's harder to get someone to do what you want. Yeah. So what in that confusion of like, I'm not sure what's right, I don't know what's true, I can't tell, there's so many different things that are conflicting, and then they direct you to an outcome, they're like, here, just do this, and then you will feel like relief because you'll have something that will make you feel better. So there's this press to try and release the confusion feeling because people don't like feeling confused. It makes us feel unstable. Mm -hmm. It makes us feel uncertain. We do not like it. Mm -hmm. And so we will try to do something to resolve that, mm -hmm. whether it's buying something or doing the directed thing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So notice if you can, and it, this is a little harder, right? But if you feel that discomfort and you're moving towards something, you're like, this is so weird because intuitively I feel this is wrong. Like you said, pause. And be in that discomfort, okay? And it may be that you need to put yourself into your body. So, meaning, like, come back into center in your body, be present mm -hmm. in your body, mm -hmm. okay? As opposed to your head, which is like, la, 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 right? And getting all agitated Good. because of that confusion. Yeah. It can be helpful then to move, to breathe, do breath work or breathe, mm -hmm. and or put yourself in nature and become aware of your body because that slows things down. Yes. Okay, yes. and it starts to pull you away from that um, confusion. Also notice that if like looking at your device and reading things or watching things heightens that confusion. If you notice that, stop. Like put it down, go for a walk or a run, a hard run maybe if you have to. Because sometimes when we put ourselves into our bodies or are present in the body like that, I don't know if you've noticed this, but a lot of people, when they exercise afterwards, they feel better because they're not just in their heads. They're not going, la, 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 right? Mm -hmm. You're now in the center point of space, which is in the center of your body and time. You're present in your body. Mm -hmm. So if you're starting to feel like this weird sense, like you need to, like, you're so agitated, you have to go into action. Instead of going to the action, do something physical first outside to slow things down. Then check in with yourself again. Is this really congruent with you? And then move. You know? That's beautiful. Thank you. Good tips. Yeah. Nature and moving the body mm -hmm. puts us in the present moment. So yeah. move your body in nature. Right? Yeah. If you can. A double yeah. whammy. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's just like, I know someone who doesn't actually have um, just the way their schedule is or whatnot. Mm -hmm. They don't actually have access to that. Yeah. So they bring sand from the beach. <laughs> they bring sand, put in a bucket, put their feet in it yeah. while they're on their desk at work. Oh, that's awesome. You know, if you can't, if you have to do that, <laughs> just do that. But that's yeah, great. I mean, it'd be great to at least get outside and yeah. too, but yeah, hey. Totally. Yeah. yeah, that works or like plants work or yeah, whatever. Yeah, plants around you. Yeah. yeah, totally. So yeah, so that's why giving your power away is such a, an important thing to be aware of. Mm -hmm. We're habituated to it. Yeah. There's a lot of people who want us to give our power away mm -hmm. to them. Mm -hmm. And then to check in with yourself and to honor the brilliance that is you, even if you haven't felt it yet. The more frequency work you do, it'll be in your flavor. However you experience it, there's no one way to experience your brilliance, okay? I just yeah. want to say that to everybody, because they're like, I haven't experienced my brilliance. I'm like, because yeah. you're expecting it to be a certain way. Yeah. Like, and I'm not poo-pooing that, but I mean, just like, please know that it's going to be unique to you. Mm -hmm. And the more you do this, the more you'll feel it. And it's important to not dishonor it, because 
that when you do that, it gets harder to access. Right? Yeah. You want to be able to access it. Yeah. So. Wow, beautiful. Thank you, Karen. That's perfect. Thank you. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're just about to start the GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down. Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations. And many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. If you happen to be listening to the audio version of this episode, please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for what it means to give your power away. Okay, so in order to not give your power away, um, it's important to stay really present in your body because um, you're more aware of when you're doing it, if you are more present in your body, okay, and that's what we're going to work on today, in addition to the distortion patterns that um, habituate you to giving your power away in whatever way that shows up for you. So becoming aware of your body. Noticing the back side of your body from the top of your head all the way down your head, your neck, your back, arms, your butt, tailbone, legs, all the way down to the backs of your heels. So just becoming aware of this side of your body, because we don't usually pay much attention to it. Yeah. Noticing what it's touching, the weight it's bearing. Excellent. And when you're ready, noticing the backs of your hands.
Awesome. And now please notice your breath. At first, without changing it, just notice how it is right now in this moment. Notice if you feel compelled to judge it or try to make it better or change it. Just notice how it is right now. And then when you're ready, deepening your breath. Allowing it to become more full, much slower. Noticing if you can fill not only say the top of your chest, but also the top of your back, underneath your armpits, all the little nooks and crannies, front to back of the upper part of your chest, perhaps even middle part of your chest. And then notice if you can allow your breath to drop further into your body at your own time. And if that breath can be equally as expansive, so if you're breathing into your belly, allowing the breath to enter the front of the belly, the back body, the sides. And for some of you, you can even drop your breath deep into your pelvic girdle. Just notice how deep your breath can be and how full it can be. And please breathe just through your nose. If you can, do not, no, do not mouth breathe nose breathe. Okay? There's a whole bunch of physiological benefits to nose breathing, which we will not get into now, and you can research on your own. And there is a shift higher in terms of frequency resonance when you do that. So please, if you can physically, breathe through your nose. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. And as you become aware of your surroundings, noticing the sounds all around you. The ones close to you, you may not usually notice because they're more constant. Sounds further away from you. And for those of you who've been doing this for some time, noticing the detail 
of the sound. So not only the direction, but the nuances, like the rhythm, the texture of the sound, pitch of the sound. Just noticing. more granularly the sound that you are perceiving. Good. When you're ready, also noticing the quality of the light. So it may be that you have to blink your eyes open and physically look at the light. Some of you feel the light to you, whatever you prefer. Neither is better. Please triangulate. Okay, for those of you who are new, uh, that means to identify three inanimate objects in the space around you. What they are is not important. And noticing the distance between each object and you. So, for example, if object A is the desk, noticing the desk is six foot away from you and feeling the distance between the desk and you. And then you'll do the same thing for objects B and C. And you'll notice that as you do this, your sense of where you are in space starts to clarify and become more present for you. For those of you who are more experienced, you can play with um, triangulating with six points, okay? So a point above you, below you, in front and behind you, and then to your sides. Again, that's above, below, in front, behind, and on each side. For those of you who are beginning, I recommend the three points. Good. Whenever you're complete with triangulating, bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line. Breathing normally when you arrive here. Taking a nice deep breath. Holding your breath for a count of five. And then whenever you're ready, releasing the air out of your lungs with the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out 
for a count of five. We're waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. Whilst we do that, please know that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level, and that I often work in silence. So if you don't hear me, it's not that I've gone anywhere. It's that I'm working typically with very high frequencies. And if I make physical noise, it only drops the frequency resonance, which does not benefit you. I also do make noise, so you might hear me yawn or hum or exhale sharply. And that's often how I release lower, stickier distortion patterns. And if I say something that resonates with you, likely it's yours. And if I say something that you really resist, it's likely yours. So I invite you to remain open and to examine it further. Good. Now that the mastermind is coalesced, we're going to ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, please imagine a brilliance at its very center that gets brighter and more intense because you have your attention on it. And as this brilliance intensifies, it expands out through your cells, through your organs, your bones, out through your muscles and your flesh, through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length, all around you. Please become very aware of the brilliance within that sphere. Good. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of that infinite space, I'm working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of where it began. 
How high your frequency resonance is dictates everything from how you perceive your reality to the change that can happen to the momentum on spirit level. So this is one of the most important things we do together. Good. Bringing your attention now, please, to your lower belly, between your pubic bone and your belly button. Yeah. So the first uh, distortion we're going to release is the oversensitivity to being perceived as mean or selfish or um, inconsiderate. which makes it much easier for you to give your power away. Okay, because you're oversensitive to other people's judgment of you or perception of you. Good. Bringing your attention, please, to the inside of your lower ribs. Mm 
Yeah. So this is a nuance of a pattern of low self-worth. Okay. This is not recognizing your own value. Okay. This is not from an ego standpoint. I'm talking about from like a spirit standpoint. You don't really recognize your own value. And so therefore you don't, it's easy for you to give someone your power because you don't really know what it means. Because you don't value your own power. Hopefully it makes sense. Okay, so we're going to release this. You don't really value your own power or your own brilliance. So it's easy for someone to give someone else authority over it. Good. Bring your attention to the lower back half of your skull and your brain. This is the distortion of following a person with authority without question. Okay, so if someone asserts authority, especially in, an, in a situation where you are uncertain or don't know the rules or don't know the people or whatever, okay, to defer to the person with authority without question. Yep, and in the heart space, the center of your chest, your nipple line. This is a, another nuance, which is taking on another's truth as your own without question. Releasing this. So to confirm the removal of this, you'll need to question. It doesn't mean ultimately you'll disagree, but to even question in the first place is the part that's important. Is this true for me? 
it's true for them. That doesn't necessarily make it true for me. Even if it is about you. Good, bringing your attention to your xiphoid process and about three inches immediately beneath it or seven centimeters immediately beneath it towards your belly button. Clearing out your pain body because your pain body has a memory of you before the work was done, which makes it harder to integrate. This only takes a couple of seconds. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.